0: Hello, I'm Dave, your host of Makersarama. I started my own small business back in 2020 as a way to keep busy during the pandemic, and now it's become my full-time job and passion. Join me weekly as I chat with people from all walks of life about their passion for creating and what got them there. Today, we're talking with Annalise, the founder of Annalise's Cookies. For 23 years, Annalise worked hard behind a desk in corporate America and consistently found herself disenchanted, tired, and uninspired. It finally occurred to her you only have one life, So why not spend it doing what you love, while also making others happy? Annalise has always had a profound love for people, and while she loved the camaraderie that came with her working relationships, in 2017, she walked away from her corporate life forever in pursuit of a purpose fueled by her core values and passion. It was then that she realized she already had a lifetime of experience creating something precious that she could share with the world, her family's wildly popular cookies, made from a carefully-guarded secret recipe passed down for generations. Welcome, Annalise.
1: Hi, Dave.
0: How's your morning?
1: Oh, very good. Thank you.
0: Do you have anything in the oven as we speak?
1: No, no, because I have to be 100% focused on what I'm doing. So I'm doing this now. (laughs) (laughs) That makes sense.
0: (laughs) So I'm going to start off with the most important question of this whole conversation. What is your favorite cookie to bake?
1: Well... My favorite cookie is the my signature cookie, which is the um, one that that was my family, the secret family recipe. It's um, a butter-based cookie, and it's dipped in chocolate, and then different toppings like nuts, sprinkles, coconut. Um, it's not like any other cookie you probably ever tried because it's not super sweet. I mean, it's sweet enough, but not super sweet. It's real decadent because of all the butter. Um, and it just kind of melts in your mouth and everyone that tries them loves them. So, um, those are the cookies I've been making the longest and that I love to make.
0: I'm drooling just (laughs) thinking thinking about all that Butter, (laughs) yum. Ooh, Lord. So it's family recipe, right? Who originated it? Who originated it?
1: Yeah, it's on my mom. My mom is German, and it's on my mom's side. Um, I don't know how many generations it goes back, but um, my mom's been making them, and I've been making them, and um, they're just real special. And they're not, like, you know, a lot of American cookies are really sweet, which is good, you know, because sometimes you want that Mm -hmm. sweet, cookie um but these aren't like you know more european type uh, baked goods are tend not to be as sweet so these are not you know and they're just like a little like a little ball you know so they kind of are the just the right size and they have this the right they have everything in it a little bit of the savory a little bit of the sweet so um they're just they're just really delightful that's interesting
0: i never really thought about it like so do you think that european cookie cookies tend to be smaller than American cookies
1: in general? Um, yeah, and I also think they're just a lot less sweet. I mean, European baked goods just don't, they don't use as much sugar as they do here in the States. So, I mean, it is a to- it's different. They have, I mean, it's just, it's a slightly different taste. So they're all good, though. I mean, I'm not. <laughs> I love oh, all yeah. cookies. <laughs>
0: <laughs> cookie is a cookie is a cookie. Yeah. Now, when you go to Europe, when you go to Europe, do America do Europeans eat American cookies?
1: They do. Actually, you know what? I was in Germany um, last year and <laughs> I saw in the grocery store they had chocolate chip cookies. And the name on the bag was American style cookie. Hilarious. So that's what they they call our chocolate chip cookies, <laughs> American-style cookies.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. That's hilarious.
1: <laughs> so I don't know if they know all the different varieties that we have, but uh, I'm sure some people do. But in the stores, yeah, chocolate chip, which is, you know, also another favorite of mine. Uh, and I love to bake. Um, but, yeah, those are, in Germany at least, they're American-style cookies.
0: <laughs> that's funny. So you probably wouldn't find, like, an Oreo in Germany,
1: so. I mean, if you go on to a military base in, in, in Europe somewhere, <laughs> an American military base, you would, but um, not, I don't think in the, I've never seen them, but they have so many other things over there. So, you know, and I don't know if people could handle the sugar of an Oreo. <laughs> Especially the That's double definitely cup.
0: an American thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> so if I came to your apartment or your your house... Um, like with my apartment there's always a 3d printer running one two up to five uh, so I mentioned we came to your house uh, is there always a baking going on like 24/ 7
1: well not 24 7 because you know I do have to sleep. <laughs>
0: Oh right,
1: right. <laughs> but um, uh, there is a lot of baking going on, and um, you know, I just have one stove. I just have a, you know, my my regular stove. So, but I always have, you know, some kind of dough in the refrigerator, or some cookies. Some, you know, there's cookie uh, paraphernalia, shall I say?
0: <laughs> I love it
1: <laughs> all around the house. <laughs> so, and I actually. <clears throat> I have a cookie room. So um, I have a dedicated cookie room that has all of my uh, cooking supplies and sprinkles and boxes and uh, ingredients and all that fun stuff. So, yeah. Oh,
0: my. (laughs) So it's like some people have like gift wrapping rooms. you have cookie room.
1: Well, I'm not bougie enough to have a gift wrapping room. But uh, (laughs) maybe one day. (laughs) Uh,
0: I'd rather have the cookie room. Yeah, me too. <laughs> that is so cool. I love it. So you spend a lot of time in the cookie room.
1: Uh yeah. Actually, later on, I have to go and organize. Because, you know, it's like every time I take something out when I need stuff, I'll have a basket and I take stuff and it's upstairs and I'm working downstairs. So it's like constant going up and down the stairs, which is good. You know, you but get your steps. I get my steps in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I'm like, oh, I don't want to go back up there. And then I'm like, nope got to get those steps in. Um, (laughs) but, um, then it's like when I have the stuff I need to put back, it has to somehow, you know, I don't always do it the same day. So then, so I have a few things I have to go back and organize in there. So it's, uh, it, it looks like madness probably to other people, but to me, it makes perfect (laughs) sense.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Where's your go-to? So do you shop locally?
1: yeah I actually um, am lucky that I live not that far from Restaurant Depot, which is a you know their their motto is that's where restaurants shop. Um, and it's it's like not even 10 minutes from my house. I mean I could walk there. I wouldn't be able to carry back a 50 pound bag of flour, but <laughs> um, <laughs> I, so it's not that far for me so I, I get that's where I get most of my uh, ingredients flour, sugar, butter um they do have eggs there but they sell everything in bulk so it's like you kind of have to be careful because I don't know what to do with 72 eggs (laughs) you know like a big market or something coming up or a huge order um but yeah that's where I go and uh it's you get better price a little bit better prices than just at the regular store but every now and then I just need something real quick and then I you know will go to the so the regular store with you know the commoners, and um, <laughs> <laughs> just
0: kidding. Okay, so you will go to like a Mariano's oh, yeah. or Jewel.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes like I'm, you know, I might like have run out of something unique, like, like you know, white chocolate or something, and so then it's like I need to just go and get you know a small quantity, and then I'll go to Mariano's. Um, or different, you know, different stores that have it. I also get my vanilla, which I use, um, a Madagascar vanilla, which that's where vanilla come, the vanilla extract, the best vanilla extract comes from Madagascar. Um, I get it that from, um, restaurant depot. So yeah, all those quality ingredients, it makes a difference in the way the cookies taste. So.
0: Why do you think vanilla is so expensive? Well, like to me it seems like you're paying $10 for a little bitty bottle.
1: Yeah. Well the in the bottle I get it's huge so it's it's like $50 for like oh the bottle that I get. Yeah, but I mean it lasts a long time. Yeah. Um but no because the vanilla bean, you know, it's like they it takes a lot of those vanilla beans to get that vanilla extract. So I understand why it's it's a, it's a lot um because it's it's kind of like um what is it, saffron? Isn't that like the most expensive? It's more expensive than gold, I think, don't they say? You know, what they use to make uh, paellas and different Indian foods Uh, from the the stem of the flower. That's the, you know, so those things, because they're so small and tiny, it takes a lot of it to create the end product. And so...
0: And I suppose you're right. I mean, they do last. Or vanilla lasts quite a long time because only just like putting like a dash.
1: Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it takes me a while to go through a bottle. So thank goodness. <laughs> <Because laughs> it's expensive, but but it's worth it.
0: Is that Restaurant Depot? Is it membership based, or can anybody go in?
1: Um. It. It. Not any. It's not open to the public. But you. Um. If you have a. I don't know if they check. I know you have to have a tax ID and you have to have a business. Okay. Um, and so then you apply and you get, but it's free membership. So I don't pay anything to be, to be okay. a member.
0: You just need like credentials.
1: Yeah. But yeah, no, just, you couldn't walk in off the street and, and go in there.
0: Um, Cause I kind of want to get 72 eggs. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, let me know. I can always get them for you. <laughs>
0: i don't even know where those would go
1: <laughs> yeah i did i did last year during uh around christmas time which of course is you know the busiest season i did actually buy the, it's a box it's a It's a comes in a, a huge box <laughs> and it's layers it's like layers these cartons and it's just they're layered eggs upon eggs upon eggs and my, oh husband, my god! when my husband saw that but he's like we're not going to use all those eggs. Said, yeah. Yes, we are. And we did, <laughs> or I did.
0: <laughs> I mean, we go to Sam's club and that's enough eggs for me.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes <laughs> I do that too. I go to Sam's club too. Something, you know, occasionally it's a pet, It's like, I don't own, cause that's a bad thing. If you only, um, if you limit yourself to one resource, like a store for whatever you need, you know, you're, you really put yourself at a disadvantage when you can't get there for some reason or, you know, if they're out. So it's good to have options.
0: That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of like us with our 3d printing. Like we have different locations that we can get our materials in case we do run out and we can't order it online. We have to run across town, just go to the store.
1: Right. Right. And sometimes that happens and that's one of the, uh, hurdles
0: of a small business owner right it really is <laughs> so i've always said that i don't trust a chef who i don't see like licking the fingers or licking that utensil when he's cooking and that same thing kind of goes for a baker like if you're not licking your spatula or your blender or not blender but the um you know the uh... make sure
1: it's turned off though right <laughs> right
0: <laughs> uh are you like a spoon licker or a spatula licker while no. you're
1: You know what to be. um, So Illinois is a a, a food cottage law state.
0: So
1: um, there are certain regulations that you have to follow and you have to be um, food handler certified, which I am. And you know, licking the spoons and the and the blender blades—that's <laughs> frowned upon. So um, I don't do that when I'm when I'm baking um, cookies for um, customers. But I mean, if I'm making it for myself, I mean, I might you know, lick lick a little because <laughs> someone has to try it, right? Right,
0: exactly. <laughs> right. So you have to sample your work, right?
1: yeah but i try i try to keep the, the licking of the utensils to a minimum
0: that makes sense i mean at least after you can sample your work you can go upstairs to get more ingredients and then come back down and you burn that cookie cookie right off
1: right right exactly
0: so who samples more of your work who or your husband
1: I'm um, probably my husband because I, that could be dangerous. I really have. He's like the quality control. So whenever, you know, I have something, if I try something new, I'm like, here, try that. I mean, I'm, I'll try a little bit, but I rely on him to, you know, give the feedback. And of course he always says everything tastes delicious.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Smart man.
1: <laughs> but I mean, I, I think he's telling the truth in, in most cases. <laughs> Yeah,
0: I've had your cookies. He's telling the truth. (laughs)
1: Thank you.
0: Uh, Do you ever take it into, like, your neighbor's or another, like, unbiased opinion?
1: Well, no, I take cookies to my neighbors and to friends and stuff, but I usually don't ask their opinion. Um, Okay.
0: (laughs) So if you make, like, a new... Like, you try something new, you'll take it next door and and have them Uh, try it? Not
1: for new stuff. No, only new stuff only gets... uh, experimented upon in the house and tested by a <laughs> uh, <singer. Husband>. so <laughs> and then once it passes the the grade then then i can uh move it on to other people
0: that's <laughs> so funny i feel like you ever watched friends yeah you ever watched in the episode when monica makes all the candy for the neighbors yeah i kind of picture that being like your neighborhood The <laughs> neighbors are like is she making cookies i can smell them
1: <laughs> actually sometimes you can like i've had people come over and they're like they smell they can smell that i had you know they can tell i've been baking cookies so which i guess that's a good thing
0: right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that's so fun <laughs> uh i know that you're a cat mom do you ever make any cookies for your cat
1: i do not but you know what i thought about it um but do you know that the um food regulations for uh, treats for cats and dogs are actually more strict than they are for people. So, um
0: interesting.
1: <laughs> yeah, like cuz I had thought about that. Oh, maybe I'll make some cookie and I probably, you know, could do it on the down low. But um <laughs> but I of course I wouldn't. Um but yeah, it's like you you have to like submit the i mean i have to submit ingredients and all that through the the department of health for my regular cookies but for if you make something for pets there's a stricter uh procedure that they have for that so um and i don't know if i want to try like you know taste test the dog treats i guess they were the cat treats i guess they would they would probably still be delicious but um I don't know. Cats are so finicky. My cat is sitting here looking at me. Um, uh, they're very finicky. So one day they could love it. And then the next day yeah. they're like, ew.
0: That is so true. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I always, yeah, I always try and find
0: cat cookies. Like I never had dogs. I've always had cats and I always want to find them cookies like for their birthdays. Mm-hmm. and I, I never can find it. Anything.
1: You know I'll have to look into that and just maybe for friends and stuff. Yeah, like
0: for your personal use.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I'll have to find something. But uh, Yeah,
0: you're right. They're so snotty. You yeah, can cook they you are. One day you know, and then... <laughs> they
1: think they're better than us or something.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's why we love are. them.
0: they right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, are you ready to play a game?
1: Of course.
0: I have a game that I call "Nuts or No Nuts." <laughs> <laughs> no dirty birds out there. I'm talking nut nuts. <laughs> Edible
1: nuts that grow on trees. Right? Yes. They do. <laughs>
0: okay. Do you like nuts or no nuts in your brownies? Nuts. Nuts or no nuts in your chocolate chip cookies. Nuts. Fudge nuts <laughs> oh someone likes your nuts <laughs> how about cake
1: oh uh, yeah i can handle nuts and cake
0: <laughs> and last but not least pie
1: you know like that's the exception because i would have to say for pie like i do not like pecan pie you know okay. having had, yeah, i don't know it's just super sweet for me and it's too many nuts so yeah, pie would probably be the one exception that I would not uh, want nuts in in a, a, a sweet treat. What do you think
0: you get the most requests of when you're making your cookies or your your brownies? Nuts or no nuts?
1: Um, it for it's funny because I've done polls and asked people, but it's mostly no nuts. People have said that they prefer the chocolate chip cookies with no nuts in them because when they eat a chocolate chip cookie, they just want to taste the chocolate chip flavor and they don't want any healthy, you know, byproducts added like nuts. um I guess some people sense. they think of nuts as like a, a health food, which they are very healthy. True. um But so some people are like, no, I want to keep, I want my tr- sweet treat to be. Completely <laughs> I want <decadent."> no <laughs>
0: healthy cookies. <laughs> yeah. Yes.
1: So, but I love nuts. And if I'm making cookies for me, I mean, I like nuts and actually my, my signature cookies, the nut ones, are some of the most popular. Um, probably because it's just the the combination of the butter and the nuts, mm. and the, it's just in the chocolate. It's a really good uh, combination. So, um, but yeah, mo- and plus people have allergies to nuts, so there's that's a huge that, thing. Yeah, yeah, there's that concern. So. Yeah. Right, you got
0: to be safe.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I do, speaking of safe, I do also do vegan, gluten-free, and sugar-free cookies. Um, I usually, like when I do events and stuff, like markets, I don't... I, sometimes I have them there with me, but... Because I never know, is someone going to buy this? When I don't have them, then someone says, oh, of I'm course. gluten-free. I can't, you know. And then when I do, then it's like no one buys them. But, um, <laughs> but occasionally <laughs> they, they do. But I by request, if someone needs it, you know, um, the special. And I can do even gluten-free, vegan, sugar-free, all-in-one cookie. Oh, um, my. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what does that even taste like? <laughs> <laughs> you know, funny
1: enough, they do. They taste they're not that different than the. I mean, the gluten-free ones taste very much like the original because then I add a little um, xanthan gum in there to make it have more um, of a binder, so that the cook. Because not having gluten in the in the flour that I use. Um, When I make gluten-free cookies, you know, then there's, it doesn't hold together as much because it's not anything to bind it. Um, So I add that xanthan gum and there are other things people do to, or you can use gluten-free flour that has things added um, to it already, but um, they do surprisingly taste um, a lot like the original. The vegan ones, I use a plant-based butter and uh, I mean, it's not butter, you know, you can't replace butter and think that
0: you're gonna oh it's taste no.
1: butter i mean but it's a, it's a nice you know replacement
0: yeah i've had like vegan donuts and they are amazing like you wouldn't even know
1: mm-hmm. yeah it's amazing
0: it is <laughs> all right let's do a little uh cookie and adult beverage pairing
1: oh my was, favorite uh, yeah right a <laughs>
0: cocktail and a cookie come on
1: Cookies and cocktails, yeah. Oh my god! That's what I want that to open a up. Podcast. I would love to open up a, a a little place called Cookies and Cocktails. Oh my god,
0: that'd be amazing! <laughs> All right, so uh, tequila on the rocks. What would you <laughs> like, match it?
1: What what cookie to pair it with?
0: Yeah, I like oh, a nice glass of tequila.
1: Okay, well, tequila is my favorite, so um, tequila goes with everything, right? <laughs> <laughs> right.
0: Until two in the morning.
1: (laughs) Um, hmm,
0: If not a cookie, some sort of a sweet treat.
1: Yeah, maybe um, tequila with uh, a brownie.
0: Maybe that you know that will soak up,
1: soak up the alcohol, so that you know you can have a little more.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right, how about white wine? Or red wine.
1: Oh, let's see. Um, I think, I think my signature cookies would go really well with that because my signature cookies are more like gourmet; they're more elevated, and so you know, wine—it has to be a good wine, oh, yeah. not like a cheap table wine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that would go well with my signature cookies. Okay.
0: How about uh, this is for your husband? How about a stout beer?
1: <laughs> um let's see he likes um you know he likes peanut butter cookies he likes my peanut butter cookies so that might go well
0: with Both are so good <laughs> all right how about champagne
1: oh uh, see i should have saved my signature cookies for the champagne um but you know my signature hey, cookies are good for, with the champagne so i'm gonna Absolutely. use that as the same They're flexible answer. yeah exactly
0: all right then last but not least how about pina colada?
1: Mm, pina colada. Maybe like key lime pie or something. Ooh. That, that might be. And then speaking of key lime, I am I'm thinking about like, well, I am going to be doing different flavors in my cookies. So I have the base of the cookie. It's that they're all the same. But I can add like different emulsions and, and flavorings to give. Out. And, and Key Lime is one of the ones I was thinking of doing because I love Key
0: Lime Pie. Well, that's you know convenient because you're going to Key West, right? Uh-huh. And I've been there, and there's a shop downtown that sells the Key Lime-like, um, I don't know what to call it, juice. But you use it to bake with, or to oh, make really? pie.
1: Okay. Oh, I'll have to the... look for it when I'm there. Yeah, I'll right. Be there. It's like the
0: original or the actual like Key Lime Pie mix. Oh. Cool. Yeah, you can get you can get a bottle for like ten or fifteen bucks.
1: Yeah. Okay. I'll look I'll be on the lookout. Yeah.
0: (laughs) All right, Annalise, finish the sentence for me. I would sell my family cookie recipe for A unlimited top shelf margaritas for life, B a million dollars, C a new home in Germany, or D never. I'm leaving the recipe to my cats and my will.
1: <laughs> I think you know the answer.
0: I think I do.
1: It's never. I no. can't. My mom will kill me. <laughs> every time I, my mom every time I tell her, Okay, I'm making cookies, I make she's like, Don't give anyone the recipe. I know, I know. So I have, I'm guarding it with my life. So I, no one can get it.
0: So do, like, your cousins, if you have cousins, do other family members Yeah,
1: have it? other family members have it, but, you know, they're sworn And to they're as strict it. as you? Yes, yes, of course.
0: So no one's going to call any of your cousins and be like, Annalise will <laughs> give it to me. Will you give it to me? Right,
1: <laughs> right, yes. It's
0: in the vault, so to speak. <laughs> I love it. That's great. Right where it belongs. Yes. <laughs> All right, before we wrap up this episode, do you have any advice for new bakers um, or any like you know new small business owners?
1: Um, the one thing I could say is just that if you know if you have an idea and you you know want to turn it into a business, but you think, oh gosh, I have no experience and I don't know what I'm doing and that you should just still go ahead, try it, do it. you're never gonna have all the knowledge that you need to to be you know at that perfect spot to start a business. so you just have to go with, you know, where you are. And so um, that's what I did. And I certainly have no mm-hmm. clue what I'm doing, but, uh, <laughs> but you learn, you know, right, you learn right. as you go. And so, um, yeah, just, just do it. And, you know, you'll see, and, and you'll meet other wonderful people like I have and, and learn from them and, and uh, network and, and all that good stuff is you, you just have to take that first step and do it.
0: Right. Maybe find a mentor.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's a good thing. And I've that's actually mo- had people reach out to me other bakers, you know, that say, you know, have had questions about, you know, certain things or how to get started or how to, and you know, if I can help, then I'm more than happy to do that, you know, with my limited knowledge that I have, right. um, I'm willing to share that information. So, um, yeah, we have to help each other because otherwise, you know.
0: Yeah, exactly. Doing? Someone asked me the at a market the other day like how I do what i do like how do i how did i start this and Mm -hmm. and and she was kind of frustrated because she was new and not you know didn't know where to go and i just told her everything that i've done Mm -hmm. with my limited knowledge (laughs) and she was really appreciative
1: yeah yeah and it's it's true it's like you're just you i didn't when I first started you know and so I mean it's you you do some research you google stuff here there you know look up stuff and and eventually learn and and you'll learn as you go because um you don't know everything when you start and you don't know everything when you're done (laughs) right so
0: (laughs) I feel like you should be learning every day
1: yes and you do you really really do I learn something new every day so uh, that's great
0: so how can our listeners find you online? And then do you ship all over the U.S.?
1: Yeah, so I have my website. It's Annalisa'sCookies.com, A-N-N-E-L-I-E-S-E, then Cookies.com. Um, I'm also on Instagram. I'm on Facebook, uh, all the social pla- social media platforms. Um, you can Google me, uh, people will call me. I get a lot of calls from people, you know, asking, um, you know, if they can place an order. So, and I do ship, um, throughout the U S. Uh, so anyway, if you can reach me, you know, somehow, if you Google me, you'll reach me and, and we'll go from there.
0: Excellent. <laughs> well, Elise, it's been great talking to you. Now, when we're done here, are you going to bake?
1: Yeah, actually, I am going to be baking.
0: That's great. That's great. And uh, last uh, but not least, where can we find you in person
1: soon? Uh, in person soon, I'm going to be at the Chicago Artisans Market on Sunday, uh, March 12th uh, on Fulton. Um Yeah. That's like the biggest market I do. So that's why I have to start baking.
0: <laughs> uh, excellent. Great. All right. Well, thank you again, Annalise, for chatting with us this week. Thank you. you it's been great. And you've been listening to Makers Arama. Please make sure and follow us and set those downloads to automatic so you don't miss an episode. You can also find us on Instagram at makers Arama. Exclamation point. We'll be posting bonus material about all of our guests and much, much more. Be the first to know about all upcoming guests.